Okay, so hi, Jen. Thank you so much for joining me here today. So um, Thanks for having me. You are most welcome. I was really excited, especially when um, you said you wanted a glass of Prosecco. So I'm like, Absolutely. you're my first guest that has um, requested some Prosecco. So I love it. Um, but I'm, <laughs> awesome. sticking, I'm sticking to the soda water because um, I have more guests. You've got a long today. day ahead. I've got a long day ahead. Yeah. So I better, better not, um, and I've not eaten anything. So we know what happens when we don't eat and we drink. So it's not pretty. <laughs> So we'll um, avoid that at all costs. So, Jen, you are CEO of Mindflare, which is a psychology practice. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. How was that born? What was the concept behind that? Yeah, so we are market, my husband um, is a psychologist, Mm -hmm. and we came up with this this idea to change the industry. You know, everyone gets into the industry after uni and wants to change the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But the way... uh, psychologists get registered or used to get registered is they would often work for two years for free. Yeah. Which for, for us, free. Wow. for free. Okay. And okay. yeah, it's, and it's quite a, it's quite a lot of work too. And so APRA require you to have a certain amount of hours a week and you've got to do your extra work on top of that. So, um, they, most, most job offerings were for free and you had to pay for supervision. So, so not only were you working for free, yeah. you had to pay someone to supervise you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Wow. It's and it becomes it becomes very expensive. So a lot of psych students who want to be a psychologist can't actually afford to. Yeah. So a lot of people were stuck with their degree, and that's as far as they went. Yeah. And so, then you've got your hex debt from the degree. Absolutely. Yeah. That you then have to pay off pay as off. you go. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Okay. So it's it was brutal, and yeah. um, we had this idea that mm, I think we could do it better. Yeah. So we started off in our garage with just a few clients oh. and um, we so you're built the, you're up. the Steve Jobs of, um, <laughs> yeah, of psychology. I love it. <laughs> Starting in the garage. Yeah. And, and I mean, it was it was a very simple model. We started in the garage and um, I had a newborn at the time and mm-hmm. I didn't know I was going to be working with Mark. We just thought we'd start and see how we go. Mm-hmm. Um, he built up a fantastic client base. He did a lot of home visit models because mm-hmm. a lot of clients weren't able to come to a clinic yeah. and we wanted to make it really accessible for, for everyone. Yeah. Um, so we had a home-based and garage model and we built from there and we got our first um, employees and it just sort of went from there. Yeah, exciting. So tell me about working with a newborn. How like Building a business <laughs> with a newborn, I mean, I couldn't even cope a newborn staying at home as a stay-at-home mum. Yeah. How did you do that? Um, it, look, it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> I came from a background of corporate, so I had 10 years of very fast-paced, high-end yeah. marketing. Um, and then to sort of come into a startup where there was no marketing budget and, yeah. in fact, APRA are very strict on what you're allowed to do in marketing. Yeah, because you guys can't have <laughs> referrals either, can you? So you can have, can referrals, you have referrals, you just can't convince people they need your services. So we're in okay. a duty of care relationship, obviously, there. Yeah. So you've got to be very careful how you... Uh, present yourself and okay. you're not allowed to make yourself sound better than what you actually are. Uh, so you okay. can't talk well, yourself fair. up. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about now working with Mark. What What was the thought process behind that? Did you kind of sit down together and say, okay, we're going to work together. Here's the, the ground rules. Here are the, the limits. Was, was there any conversation or was it just kind of, yeah, let's do it. And you um, just dove in. So I think coming back to when, when I had the newborn, um, I was still on mat leave and I was working a bit for free f- with him just mm-hmm. to help him out. Um, yeah. Mark had never had worked in business before. He's yeah. a, his background is he was an elite figure skater. 
So an elite figure skater. He was. Wow. He's Olympic ice level. Ice or roller? Please say roller skating. No ice. <laughs> better. Oh, ice. Better. Ice is okay. better. <laughs> but he was he was a very high end athlete um, for most of his wow. life. So um, coming into the business world was very new to him. He's a therapist first and foremost. Yeah. So with my kind of background, that helped me out a lot. Um, but I sort of had to decide for myself after my mat leave was finished, do I want to go back to corporate yeah. or do we want to start something new? Yeah. And um, we decided, okay, look, let's give it a go. If it's terrible, we'll leave it alone. We won't touch it again. Um, <laughs> we, were you still married, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were still <laughs> married. And how we're long ago married. was this? When when did the business start? Uh, so this would have been about seven years ago. Okay. And you're yeah. still married, so that's good. We're still married. That's good. Yeah. And the newborn's seven. Now. Yes. 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 Or so she's things, almost six. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, things things get a little easier as they get older. Yeah. If they get different. Well, actually not easier. It just it's a little <laughs> just different. different. Just I think, different, yeah. I think people get better at adapting they do, to yes. different lifestyles. So we've we've learned um, how to adapt, especially to each other in the workplace. Yes. So that, as you said, was a bit of an adjustment. Yes. And we did have those conversations, but we continue to have those conversations. I Which have a good. very set way of working mm-hmm. and Mark has a very set way of working. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, because I, I work with Anthony, as you yeah. know, um, and you actually only just realised the other day that we were a yeah. couple. <laughs> Realize. <laughs> it was really weird we're at that um, networking function and he was standing went, next oh. to me and I'm like, yeah, this is um, Anthony. And then you were like, oh, you're a couple. This yeah. is your husband. No, yeah, yeah. It clicked. Yeah. It clicked. <laughs> so, um, so sorry, going back to working as a couple. So when mm. it came to um, budget, so you, you had no marketing budget. Mm. So who in the business looks after all of the money do you sit down together and go through all of the the figures like you you, you're constantly looking at all of that and you know trying to improve you know obviously we're in business to make money right so yeah yeah. so you do sit down and plan where you want to go with the business tell me about that process yeah so at first it was a little bit I think we're a little bit more focused on people Mm -hmm. um and once COVID hit Mm. it got very I think, I think this happened with a lot of businesses. You go into survival mode. Yes. There's not really much room for planning because you do something and then something happens. Exactly. Someone resigns or yep. uh, the government puts a, a restriction in, like mm-hmm. the zones. We opened Oran Park and we couldn't even go there. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> we're in a different zone. Oh, wow. So uh, all the construction industry shut down right as we were about to do the fit out. Yes. So there's there was a lot of... Um, reactive type of behaviours that were going on. And for us financially, we had to sort of go with the flow a lot. And that Mm. that was rough because I'm personally, I'm a planner. Yes. Um, And we also were still learning more and more about business. So putting money aside for things, for taxes and even Mm -hmm. land tax and tax you didn't even know, payroll tax and things you didn't know that existed. It's a bit of a shock, isn't it? It's like, holy moly. Yeah. Yeah, And they're they're not always as friendly. The government aren't aren't always as friendly. They want their money. They want their money. money. Yeah, they want their money. That's right. And they charge like wounded bulls. Oh, yes. Yeah, the interest is pretty um, intense. brutal. Yeah. 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 So I think having good accountants in your court is really Mm. good, but also not being afraid about talking, talking about money. So if you're stressed, we both got to a point in the business where we were like, we've never dealt with this much money before. What do Mm. we do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so we started enlisting more professional financial help because 
it's a, it's a big responsibility. It, yeah, you know. and you feel like that kind of takes a load off your mental load as yeah. well when you've got somebody else to kind of take care of it. And I know even just for us, getting someone, I mean, we don't have an awful lot of accounts to match and stuff in QuickBooks or whatever it is. Yeah. But just having someone to do that, it's like I, that's one little thing that I don't have to worry about. It's like that one mental thing that it's like I don't even have to think about it. Yeah. So going back to COVID, mm. after COVID, did you find that you had a lot of people coming to the practice needing help because they were stressed over different things like yeah. developed anxiety or some sort of depression or, or some sort of mental health issue? I think for clients, and Mark probably would be a better one to ask for this one, but I think for clients what we saw was a longer effect. So it wasn't okay. straight after COVID. Yeah. It wasn't until they started trying to adjust back to school. Mm. They started trying to adjust back to work and yeah. going between jobs and then the interest rates rising. Mm. I think once some of the other factors a little bit later hit, yeah. um, especially with the fires and the floods, people were still in the midst of it. Because it all happened, didn't it? We That's had those right. big bushfires and then yep. I think it was that January we had COVID. And it yep. was, yeah, it's like, hello. How much more can we surprise? take? <laughs> yeah, bush, yeah, COVID was like, hang on, bushfires, hold my beer. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll really screw this up for you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it was so, insane. So for clients, I think it was that. But our, our biggest um, hurdle, I think, was actually our therapists because they were burnt out. Yeah. COVID was rough. Um, we had very difficult work circ circumstances to, you know, um, course, to navigate yeah. constantly yeah. and it kept changing. Mm. And that sort of um, how do you give help to the help? Yes, which was a which was a constant problem, right? It's yeah, where do we, where does the site go except yep. to other sites? Yes, it's there's not there's not much help or support there, and I think it would have been lovely to see the government support that a little bit more. Yeah, that's interesting, um, isn't it? Where does the help go for help? Yeah, that's right. Really so how do we keep that workforce going? Yeah, you I know? like that, and mm. that comes back down to workplace culture as well. So you mm. guys obviously care about your your people yep. um, and try to get them help, which I really love. Yeah, we're mm. kind of the same with money as well, trying yeah. to help our, help our people. So we've talked about money in business. Mm. I want to delve a little bit into money in the personal space. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a planner. Yes. Yeah. And what would you say Mark's like money personality is? You Ooh. like to plan. So does that mean you're a saver? Do you save? You like to sort of... <laughs> Okay, can I say this? Mark's in the room watching yeah. and he just <laughs> gave a little at us. <laughs> I'm not a spender, but I also don't care much about money. And that's, okay. That's, that's part of our personal difficulty. I don't really care. Okay. I'm not – Mark is very much a dollar for the dollar. Yeah, he likes okay. knowing that where he's put his money it's well spent or okay. he's earning what he needs to. Okay. He's more financially, um, I guess, inclined, okay. I suppose you could call it. So he – he he's good at maths yep. and he likes chasing the dollar. So if he has a way of um, making a system that makes a fantastic incentive for our employees, he's yep. all over it. Okay. He is amazing at it. Yep. Me, I don't care about money. <laughs> so you just spend it. You don't I really just, care. I just, if I need it, I need it. If I don't, whatever. <laughs> yep. So how does that go? Do you sit down and plan budgets? Do you have, like, do you sit down and set, like, financial goals personally? We know you do for the business, but personally. Yeah. Do you sit down and say, okay, this is where we want to be in 5, 10, 15, 20 years? I think we've got loose goals, but I think since COVID, it got really hard because personally we had to keep refunding our business yeah. and anywhere where we were lacking, all of our personal savings would go straight into it because we wanted to keep afloat. 
Of course. So it was very hard from that point of view to plan. Yeah. Um, but things like holidays, we got better this year. So we went on a holiday to America. Oh, That's love. the first time in a while we've actually been on a proper holiday. Oh, so, nice. Where did you go? Um, so we went to LA and then to Boston and New York. Very nice. Yeah. And how long for? Uh, just about a month, I think yeah, it was. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. When was that? Uh, April. Oh, jealous. Yep. Yeah, I yep. do love I do love America. It's very different. I love how it's, you can go yeah. from one town to the next and it's like a whole different and culture. It's, you it's drive like one hour and it's completely different. Yeah, and yeah. it's completely different to the the last time I was there, I think it was yeah. maybe 2007, yeah. where the um, cost of living wasn't so crazy. Yes. They had a higher dollar, obviously, and did, cost yes. of living now. It was very expensive. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it for a little while for most people. Yeah, because the dollar's not so great now, is it? No. No, no. And I mean, well. And they tax for everything. Do, yeah, they do. Yeah. So I've, I found over there that the because the wage is so low mm. over there, the tipping is really high. It is, And yeah. they really expect to tip. Like they do. If you do. don't tip over there, we've had people on holidays because the service was bad, we didn't tip. They yeah. follow you out and abuse you. <laughs> and like, oh, we didn't get any of those, but we were. Give man, and I'm happy to give you a tip, but you just ignored us the whole yeah, But anyway. We weren't used to the tipping, though. We we really struggled. So we'd start the tipping, yeah. very generous, and yeah. then we kind of had to scale back. We were like, uh-oh, yeah. we're running out of money. <laughs> I actually think that's something that a lot of people don't factor into their holiday yeah. budget is quite tipping. You've yeah. got to really allow for that, and a lot of countries do that now, like, tipping mm. so tip for listeners uh, america the tipping i think it's about 15 percent now yeah isn't 15, it they expect 15, 15 to 20 if it's okay if it's service 20, 20 25 if it's, if it's really good yeah. yeah and then new york has taxes for every night you stay as well they on do top of that yes yeah yeah we've been somewhere recently and they had taxes like resort taxes or something it's yeah like, seriously <laughs> um so Yes, talking about the relationship. So mm. I want to t- touch a little bit on retirement. Yes. So, you know, it's the money brew and Creo Wealth, we're financial advisors. I want to know you guys um, contribute to your superannuation because I know a lot of self-employed people or people that run businesses themselves, they often forget to pay themselves mm. superannuation. So mm. I really want to make sure you guys are doing that. Don't yeah, have no. to say if you don't want Oh, no, no. We, <laughs> we definitely pay ourselves good, super. Good, I think good. we owe ourselves a little bit of super at the moment for cash flow, but yep. that's that's fairly normal, yeah. um, especially coming out of COVID. You have yep. a choice to make of do you pay your employees or yourself. Exactly. And yeah. nine times out of ten. The, the money will always go to the employees. Oh, always, yeah. yeah. And and I'm not going to lie, we've had the same issues as well. Um, yeah. You know, and the employees always get paid first. Absolutely. Um, we get paid a little later in the month when more money comes yep. in and the cash flow is a bit yep. better. And we yep. just have to save according to that. So yeah. a lot of the last past year especially, yeah. we had to um, – because we had a bit, quite a bit of in the first few years of tax, you have a bit of catch up to do and learning of yes, you oh do. okay yes, and once they get processed, they expect the money there and then yes. So we've had to sort of practice putting aside a little bit of money so that if we can't pay ourselves, we have enough to carry us through. That is a real shock, isn't it? When you yeah. start a business and yeah. you have employees <laughs> and you've got to pay that payroll tax and all the yeah, you're like, that's no a lot of that. money. Do I really have to give you? That's kind of like that. You know, have you ever seen that movie Ghost, Whoopi Goldberg, and she's got the check and she's oh, like yes. handing it over. It's like, yeah. do, oh, I don't want to give it to you. Yeah, That's exactly it's, how yeah, it feels. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. It stings. It stings. Yeah. Um, so going back to the practice mm. and um, with money and mental health. So as you know, we had a blog come out recently, money and mental health, and it's often struggles that we don't talk about. So while I'm trying to take the taboo out of talking about money, I guess you guys are trying to take the 
taboo out of talking about mental health. Yeah, what are some things that people can do if they're struggling at the moment, particularly with money Mm. um, around that sort of thing? What sort of help can they get and and what sort of strategies can they put in place to kind of ease that pain? Mm, Absolutely. I think um, one of the things you touched on that I really loved in your blog was having the honest conversation. Mm. That is the biggest first step because that sort of opens the doors to telling people, hey, I actually need help. I'm I, I, I'm not sure what to do. I, yeah. I feel like the wall, the walls are tumbling in around me. What, what do I do mm-hmm. here? And I think that um, that then opens the door to seeking help from people like yourselves, mm-hmm. uh, financial plans, planners, but also if it's affecting your mental health, absolutely mental health professionals. Yeah. yeah. So having a chat to your GP um, or or talking to a psychologist. So you can most psychology practices you can do private fees as well. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go through a mental health care plan. There's lots of options there. Yeah. Um, but even if you're if you're um, of a younger age group, you can talk to places like Headspace. Yep. Um, where, where you can talk about, you know, if you're struggling or your parents are struggling and you're just not really sure what to do. Um, yeah. yeah, reaching out to professional help is a really good first step. Yeah. And then um, making sure that you're investing in your mental health is actually reaching out to people really, isn't it? It is. It is. And I like that you said your GP, but, well, I – well, I'm happy to share. Yeah. So menopausal, right? So I'm yep. 52 years old. So I started menopause quite a few years ago. So deep in the depths of it. Mm. But you kind of um, notice in menopause that things are changing. I don't know if you see people in menopause at the practice. Yep. But all you notice ages. things are changing and you're just so cranky all the time and you can see yeah. the effect it has on those around you. So I was desperately going to doctor after doctor trying to get answers and so many doctors just said to me oh it's just women's business you just need to deal with it um and even female doctors were telling me that but I finally found a doctor so now I've you know she's given me some medication I've like kind of gone through all of that with her and um sleep was actually a big thing that was affecting I wasn't sleeping well sleep and diet yes I I was sleeping but I wasn't getting into that REM sleep so um Ah. so we've addressed that now so I'm I like to think my moods are a little better, but yeah. it's just that keep searching. So if anyone's yes. listening, yeah, you, there's there's help out there, but you've got to keep searching. Yeah. Absolutely. Because and if, the first if your person you talk you know. to, yeah, and I knew there was something wrong. I said, yeah. it, and I just kept going to doctor after, but I finally found one now that that's quite good. So I catch up with her every six months. So that's Absolutely. really good. And look, it's the same yeah. with clinicians. If yeah. if they're not quite feeling the need that you have, or you're not quite quite clicking with them yeah. that's totally fine yeah keep looking yeah. Um, I mean I know it's really difficult at the moment there's um psychs are few and far between and it's very difficult to get into one but don't be afraid to keep looking yeah. while you're continuing um service somewhere because if it's really not suiting your lifestyle or what you need keep reaching out yeah yeah, yeah. thanks for that so mm. Jen to finish yes. off tell us about some um, the kind of people that you can we talk about that the kind of yeah. people that you see in the practice and what what you specialise in so if anybody's listening, mm. you know, they know what your specialty is and, and to reach out and come and see you, we'll have all of your links and everything um, on the post. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we specialise in all walks of life really. Okay. Um, we do see uh, quite a lot of disability. Okay. There's, um, I'm very proud to say that Penrith are very disability pro advocates. Yes, um, I've noticed that actually. Yeah. It's And it's very yeah. different to the rest of Sydney. So yeah. I think... Um, from that point of view, we yeah. are specialists in that area, especially, especially neurodiversity affirming practices. Yeah, I love it. Um, but most age groups. So we okay. have, 
I think some of our oldest clients are well and truly in their seniors and some of our youngest are three. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so we have quite a range of people um, just coming for general mental health, but yeah. also um, other issues, um, things like phobias. We, we often have, especially coming out of COVID, a lot of anxiety. Yes. A lot of anxiety um, with children. You know, we've had kids that are afraid of the flushing of a toilet, you know, or, oh, yeah. you know, things, yeah. d- just different behaviours that parents aren't sure how to navigate. Yeah, wow. Um, and we just help them through that sort of period so they're, they're able to thrive at school. Yeah. It's interesting you say a lot of anxiety through COVID because yeah. even, you know, now it's like, oh, I can't be going out do we really have to yeah. get dressed and leave the house yeah I think we bothered. all feel that yeah. I think we all feel that yeah I know but I have been dragging myself out lately and it does make you feel a little bit better I think exercise mm. as well is good for mental oh, health oh absolutely yeah, getting out so and going for that daily walk even if it's just a five ten minute walk get a bit of air yeah it's really yep. good yep alongside that dietary yep. that you were talking about and sleep yes. sleep diet exercise oh, sleep is a killer game changer and kids are no different yeah right? exactly I think we're so busy we forget that those three factors are actually impacting how their behaviour is. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Jen. It's been very insightful. I loved hearing all about your relationship with Mark (laughs) (laughs) and and about the practice, of course. Yeah. um, It's really wonderful to see like a neurodiverse neurodiverse. It's a hard one to say, isn't it? Neurodiverse. Oh gosh, especially when I can hear my stomach growling at me. Um, So thank you so much. And let's just have a little cheers. Cheers, cheers. So Jen loves her bubbles. I know I'm having soda water. So yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. Any opportunity to talk about mental health and money. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's such a, like you said, a very taboo subject at times. It is. And I think it's important that people understand the reality of it and it's okay to talk about it. Yeah, and you don't really realise. So I had a family member whose brother um, passed away from Mm. mental health issues. So he'd just Mm. come out of, you know, a a, a rehab well, a rehab it might have been a rehab because I think he was a um, substance abuser as well. Mm. But um, yeah, they thought he was fine, and then next day they were getting calls from the police saying that he was gone. So, Absolutely, you and know, and I've got you know my nephew. He's you know mental health issues. I've always getting messages from my sister saying he's not answering his phone. I'm really worried. I'm going to have to go over there. So mm. yeah, and I mean even you know our own experience with our Absolutely. son going even, through teens, you even know, our, we really even had a ourselves, rough time. right? Yeah. It's everyone oh, goes the through their yeah. own battles yeah. and that's yeah. why it's so important to check in with each other, yeah. you know, so yeah. not just a mental health professional but friends and colleagues, you know. Yeah. You're, you're kind of like my colleague, you know, we're friends in yeah. business. I think it's important to continue to check in with each other, is, not just yeah. are you okay month or or such or day or, or whatever day, it is, or yeah. whatever it it's, is. Yep. it's all the time yeah because people go through some yep. serious storms and yeah. you need to make sure that you're there and yep. you're also being honest and saying hey I'm in the midst of one someone please help help yeah yep. I've actually got a friend that I she, she's um got two young children now but I knew her before she had children and I have not seen her for ages or heard from her for ages but every now and then I send her a message and I'm like mate I know what it's like with little kids. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> you're still you're still there. Do you need coffee or something? So yep. tried to catch up a few times. But and she always says to me, I really appreciate you sending me that message because just receiving that message and knowing, you know, that there's someone there I can talk to is really good. So yeah. it's it's huge. And yeah, they're so stuck is. in that in that yeah. early years. It's you get stuck in that kind of zone and you're not yeah. thinking about messaging other people. Yeah. 
you know, and when someone does message you, it just, oh, well, someone's looking after you for once. You're not looking exactly. after the yes. everyone else. Yes. But, I mean, back when I was having children, um, there were no real mobile phones. Were there mobile phones 23 years ago? I don't know. There were. 23. There no. were. Yeah, maybe I did have a mobile. I can't 2000, even remember. That's too early. Oh, no. No, there was. There was. 2000, I was in. 2000, I was in maybe year five. You were five? <laughs> no, I was in year five. <laughs> you did that well, okay, go Year six. No, year six. I was in year six. Jesus. I got I my first, first phone in the next year, though. Did you? It was a giant brick, though, that had one line of text that I was allowed to say I missed the bus to my to my parents okay, if I so missed one of the I three buses. A, yeah, maybe I didn't have a phone. But I do remember Ben, <laughs> ben our first child, was a little boy, a uh, little boy, little baby. Um and I, I was, you know, not coping mentally. Yeah. Um, and I was just like sitting on the lounge comatose with him and it was a hot day. I remember he was there and he's single and his nappy and my husband's uncle came and knocked on the door and he, I don't, I can't even remember what happened, <sighs> but he called my husband on the way back to his car and said, you, you need to come home. That's yeah. Kylie's not well. So, mm. um, but I think it helped that his wife had postnatal depression. So he yeah. kind of probably saw that look in my face or something like, something's not right. It's such a rough yeah. one. I'm oh, pretty so sure rough. I did, but during COVID it was hard to know and yeah. we were so busy. Yeah. How do we know? And yeah. um, that's actually a really, that's an important one too. Like uh, Sykes in their early career, yeah. when Mark was getting used to it, um, he got quite desensitised. Ah. So you see so much in your clients mm. when your wife says, oh, I'm struggling with the baby. It doesn't, the scale doesn't seem quite the same and it's very hard to relate. So that was something we had to really work through because your feelings are still valid. Even if the scale of something else, that someone's always got something worse going on, but to regain that sensitivity is really hard for a psych. Well, that's what I um, always tell the boys. They're like, oh, these sob stories that you see on all the shows, you know, like... um, SAS at the moment they're like oh it's like yeah but it's all relative it's all about perception to Mm. them that's the worst like it's all about how it affects somebody just because you think it's nothing doesn't mean it's nothing to them yeah everyone's it doesn't mean it's it's not important that's right exactly or valid that's right so it's still important to them so Mm. Yeah. So thank you. We went off on a little bit of a tangent. Yeah, oh, that was good. I, it's always I love good. Tangents. Always good. I love tangents <laughs> too. Yeah. But yeah, no, mental health, it's, you know, something we really need to think about and combining it with money. There's interest rate rises. So yep. um, at the time of recording this, the Reserve Bank's going to meet next Tuesday. So yes, we're nervously awaiting. <laughs> we are very nervously awaiting. <laughs> I mean, even us, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it still affects everyone. It affects in, everyone in so. every scale, and you've got to make some hard choices sometimes. And our families out yeah. there are making some really tough choices. Yeah, so. yeah. And I, you know, so say to Anthony, you know, we're very fortunate that, you know, we have assets we can sell. There's a lot of people that have nothing and That's they're struggling. Right. They've they've got no fallback. At least we've got something, you know, that we can sell. So yeah. one of the kids, the dog, probably yep. get a, probably wouldn't get much for her. It's crazy, but um, it's something. <laughs> Anyway, Jen, thank you again for coming in to talk to me Um, and we'll have all those links up for everyone if they want to contact you guys. And, yes, don't be afraid. Get out there, reach out. There is help available. There most definitely is some help available and don't be shy. Yeah. No, thank you so much, Kylie. It's been amazing. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.